Yeah, not much. Another day. Decided to stick around here. Didn't feel like journeying too much. So I just wanted to spend my money slow, which I did a good job at that. So that's good. I think I can keep the money lasting, hopefully, for the rest of the month. So that was the important thing. What'd you do today? Not much. It's just freaking chilled here. Uh, I mean, the, the, the scene here has gotten weird. We got a chick here who's kind of a, a poet, but wants to study pharmacy because she, I don't know what the deal is. Maybe like some social worker told her that was a goal she's supposed to do or something, or maybe she wants to see what what the stuff that they're giving her for her cancer, whatever it is, to, like what it does to her or something, but uh, I don't know, she's, she's on a weird trip, so she's on her poetry trip, I guess. Then you have this other dude that hangs around here, he's like the uh, he's like the, the local Nazi on his, on his race war trip. <laughs> you call him Little Adolf or whatever, or Big Adolf. <laughs> He's all, he's funny as hell. He's just, uh, kind of, you know, he, he's the clan, he's like the homeless clansman. So, <laughs> pretty funny. But, uh, yeah, it sounds like you got a weak, uh, racist network. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the network is, but, uh, which actually, uh, can I call you right back? Yeah. Okay, I'll call you right back, isn't it? All right, peace. Okay, peace. Hello? Hey. Well, let's see. Hopefully this will come in, and hopefully I won't hear that noise that's telling me my phone's being tapped. Mm -hmm. We'll see what goes on. But, uh, that's what I was hearing while we were on the phone. So I'm like, okay, they're already making the noise. So it's like, okay, something going on. But, uh, let's see. So, anyway, so you got those people, and nothing major is happening. Just kind of hanging here, and I don't know, doing really nothing good happening. It's been a really not good week around here. Just not meeting any chicks with any good connections, wherever the hell I'm at. Or that, you know, nobody that I feel like any sense of anything with. You know, it's just everybody just seems like just more chicks that aren't interested and got something else going or whatever. And pretty, uh, just nothing but, but women I might as well kill, you know, shit. There's nothing but women that would make good, uh, uh victims of a, of a, of a uh, mass shooting, you know, but don't deserve to be safe, you know. So who knows? So who knows? But what the hell? They're doing their thing, and then so at one point, some dude is like coming, going, "What are you doing here? Why don't you go to a hospital? Why don't you blah blah blah? Why don't you go somewhere else?" And I'm like, "Fuck you! I have a right to be here and shit." You know? So it's like, okay, rather see people like her and the other dude here than that dude. So what the hell? And then uh, the dude. 
Uh, Jonathan was here. He's the dude. He's a cool dude, but his, his mom was the woman I was with for eight years. And I think he still wants me to go back together with her, and I don't want to go back together with her. But uh, he came around today. And uh, I don't know, just munched out. That, uh, I don't know, just doing my, doing my weird thing. I see. So he popped a big blister on one of my feet. <laughs> so that was a trip. Kind of painful, but what the hell. Pusilicious. Oh, yeah. Nothing like the pus. The pus is where it's at, man. The pus is where it's at. But, uh, I don't know, my left eye is hurting a little bit. That's a trip. Hmm. Why you uh, think that is? Some of these kickbacks, I don't know. We see you now. But it's a trip. So that's, uh, the world around here, but I decided to... I'm not sure how many days, but I think I'm just going to chill here for the next couple of days and just try to spend my money real slow and fucking, I don't know, just eat, eat more stuff that's local here, I guess. I don't know, just not move too much. So I think that's my plan for uh, next few days, just chill around here, the next couple of days at least. So we'll see. But that's kind of, uh, I don't know, nothing makes any sense. I'm just kind of watching this horrible script go on until hopefully something changes the script. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to make the script better. Mm-hmm. So who knows? So that's, uh, that's my world. <laughs> so how was your day? Uh, got up, went to a meeting, sorry, I'm chewing on Arby's. Uh, oh, right up. Oh, well, you got that there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, See, we don't have that many of them here anymore, so it's like, I'm surprised you still got them, like, in Ohio. It's yeah. like the closest Arby's, I think, to where we're... I don't know if there's one around here. I know there's one in Hollywood. And then there's one in Orange County, like in Garden Grove or something. But uh, I don't think there's that many in other parts of L.A. in the Valley anymore. Yeah. So uh, what, which sandwich you get? Uh, the roast beef sliders. Oh, right on. Cool, cool, cool. And some mozzarella sticks. Oh, they got those. Right on. Yeah, but the sliders are dry as fuck because they don't put any sauce on them, so I put some ranch on Yeah, okay. Right on. Well, that'll make it good. And then, uh... After the meeting... Uh, came back home, watched the season finale of uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, wow, the season's already over this fast? Yeah, they only had six episodes. 
damn, that's not much of a season. That's like the radio uh, version of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which had like 12 episodes. Mm-hmm. Think of that one uh, line. I'm going to have you K-I-L-L-E-D revoked. <laughs> it's the truth, but anyway. Yeah, so it was pretty good. Vader and Obi-Wan duped it out again. Mm-hmm. But Obi-Wan managed to whoop his ass this time. Obi-Wan whooped whose ass? Darth Vader. Oh, damn it. Darth Vader's always getting his ass kicked by these these, these lame-ass, uh, do-the-right-thing idiots. Yeah, but, uh, you know, the first fight in the season, you know, Obi-Wan got his ass kicked pretty bad. Okay, well, so, so we had one good thing, but the season never ends with... I was hoping the season would end once with Darth Vader kicking Obi-Wan's ass, you know? <laughs> Yeah, the Inquisitor chick, she almost killed Luke. Luke? Yeah. Okay, I'm confused. How did Luke get into this with Obi-Wan still being alive? That kind of doesn't make sense. Because I thought Luke doesn't know who Obi-Wan is until... After, like, right before Obi-Wan dies, right? Um, nah, he met him before. Okay, how come the original Star Wars doesn't make it seem like he met him that much? Well, he didn't. Okay, I'm confused. Yeah, so basically, uh, um, Bail Organa, Leia's father... Hit up Obi Wan like my daughter's been kidnapped. I need you to save her. Okay. So that's why he leaves looking after Luke. Mm-hmm. And then he saves Leia, and then they go on a little adventure with uh, the Inquisitors and Darth Vader trying to kill him mainly. Okay. Yeah, so basically they kidnap Leia to lure Obi-Wan out. Oh, okay. Which the Inquisitor... They're kidnapping Leia, too. That's the other thing. It's like, why is that re-happening so much? Like, her life is just constantly getting kidnapped. <laughs> and then Obi-Wan's always her only hope. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that was pretty trippy when Leia was thinking he was her dad for a minute. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, after that, you know, Leia gets kidnapped for a while and they were about to torture her. And then uh, Obi-Wan managed to save her before that. Oh, I was hoping we could see, could hear could hear Prince Princess Leia screaming for a while. You know, that, that would have been made it more fun. 
still like wondering okay is my stuff gonna get fucked with more so i don't you know maybe it wouldn't have if i would have just kept it out there but one point when the rain got a little wasn't even that heavy i like wandered inside but now i guess it's starting to rain again. i gotta make sure the phone does, oh shit let me see i just gotta make sure the phone does, oh shit okay let me i'm gonna try to put the phone somewhere i don't want to get fucked with okay look i'm just it's starting to rain a little bit, but not, I guess it's mellowing out there. No, not so much shit. I'm gonna try to protect this phone. So if this phone gets fucked up by the rain, it'll fuck everything up. Yeah, shit. Um, I'm trying to think what I should do. Uh, okay, maybe, can I call you back like in a minute? I'm just going to try to get to the right territory of the phone. Alright. Okay, let me call you right back. I'm sorry I keep doing this. Alright, peace. Peace. She's looking kind of rough. It's like finally secret revenge against the one, you know, you're the one who tried to kill me when I was young. Yep. But she failed after a lightsaber duel with Vader. Right on. And then he stabbed her in the gut again. <laughs> uh, right in. And then the last episode ended with uh, Obi-Wan, you know, going out by himself because they were chasing down the ship that he was on and he didn't want the people on board to be dragged down with him. So he went out by himself and Vader followed him. 
Okay, cool. Yeah, but they had a knockdown drag out fight. You know, Vader almost buried him alive. But, uh. Like, what state was Vader in after the fight was over? Uh, half his mask was ripped off, uh, his respirator was fucked up, but he was alive. Okay. But he just got his ass kicked by uh, Obi-Wan. That sucks. Yeah, but, you know, I'm always, I'm always hoping that Darth Vader wins every fight, you know? He usually wins all his fights. Yeah. I don't know, like... Too many of these scripts have him losing, so I don't know. And it's usually at the season finale when he loses, or whatever, you know, at the end of the movie. Uh, they didn't have that uh, really be the case at the end of Star Wars Rebels, at the end of that season, where him and uh, well, Vader fought his former Padawan Ahsoka. Like she managed to, she managed to do some damage, but. She basically destroyed where they were fighting, so it was more of a draw. Yeah, okay. that's still not it. I just want to see Darth Vader have victory after victory, you know? And, like, uh, well, I mean, it was technically a victory because Ezra had to save her. Mm. So, you know, that's one of those quasi win draws, you know? Right on. And, uh, I don't know, the comic books, they have Vader winning all the time. Well, yeah, now, the comic books, you know, the... Yeah, now, probably people like me buy the comic books more. It all depends on who writes those stories, too. Yeah, like, the one Jedi Master Vader was fighting, and he was losing because he just had his suit put on. Like, he had just gotten into it, and wasn't used to it, so he was losing that fight, and then, uh, he thought to, uh, basically break a dam over a city, and then the Jedi's like, you know, oh, you can kill me, just save the people, and then he's like, nah, I'm gonna kill you and those people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right on. Okay. That's a good scene. Yeah, it was pretty fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> It's like he could have tried to save those people, but he's like, nah, they're drowning. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. What I love about Darth Vader. There's no fucking mercy. And then at the end of Rogue One, you know, he didn't get into a lightsaber duel, but he was just slaughtering rebels. Right on. Yeah, it was actually kind of scary, you know, that fucking scene from uh, Rogue One. Because he just comes in on the ship and it's like the lights go out and then all you see is his lightsaber light up and he starts cutting through the rebels. Yeah, that must have been fun. Yeah, they're all screaming and trying to get out, but the door's locked and shit. So I keep thinking how to do it, you know, like how could, uh, how could a dark side of the force work in a revolution to overthrow the Republicans and Democrats if we had like a, 
a Darth Vader type person to work for that revolution. <laughs> to overthrow the Republicans and the Democrats. Well, you'd have to, it couldn't just be a lone person. Like, it would have to be a movement that isn't scared to go to jail or go to war. Yeah, no, it probably what has to happen. But that's what's kind of confusing. Like, knowing that the essence of the trip I'm on has nothing to do with political shit whatsoever is, like, that's where it kind of gets confusing. You know, it's like, in a way, that was probably why it was important for me to buy the, uh, chemical or the uh, uh what is it to, to buy the uh, uh cannibal corpse t-shirt because that like has to remind me that the thing that i'm working for has nothing to do with political shit you know that it's all like so i'm not sure how to get in on like how to do my trip in that scene knowing that it has nothing to do whether my political side win or loses you know It's all about, you know, the killing someone for the sake of enjoying killing them, you know? I understand the notion. So I'm trying to figure out how to how to put whatever I do into that whole thing, but uh, I don't know, it's kind of, uh, kind of confusing. That's where probably other people in my scene would probably go, you know, it would tell me that I'm a contradiction or whatever, so I don't know. <laughs> But then speaking of the political scenes, I feel a real need to talk about before we go on to whatever happened after the, the Obi-Wan thing is uh, just like, you know, from whoever it was that was fucking with me, telling me I shouldn't be there and that I should be, you know, that they should, I should be forced into going to some hospital or something and saying that to me and the other homeless chick and all that shit. And since I'm in this part of the valley, and I wanted to say this while I'm in this part of the valley recording the podcast, I said it in, I said it in my old neighborhood, but I want to say it in this neighborhood, because this neighborhood is where a lot of the uh, supporters of Rick Caruso are, and I, I think I saw him at the In-N-Out the day the election happened. Uh, you know, it comes down to, and, and this might be one of the things that puts me in jail, seeing as my phone was tapped a little bit earlier. Uh, but it doesn't matter. It uh, still comes down to that uh, that uh, we can't let Rick Caruso and his people shut down the homeless camps and put us in concentration camps for being on the street. And the people that support Rick Caruso don't deserve to be safe. If there's any pregnant women that support Rick Caruso, their fetuses should be cut out of their stomachs. And, uh, but, uh, it comes down to, uh, the people who support Rick Caruso deserve to die like Sharon Tate in brutal stabbings and gruesome murders, uh, because, uh, as we, we just won't let you clean up LA. If you want to clean up LA, then, there needs to be a trail of dead of all the supporters of the people that want to clean up L.A. We, uh, so what the fuck? If you want to put me in jail, I don't give a shit. We're not going to let you clean up L.A. 
Because, you know, we're not going to let you clean up L.A. the way Hitler supposedly cleaned up Germany. Fuck this shit. You're not making me go to a damn concentration camp. And if you're going to do that, then there needs to be a bunch of brutal murders of, of Rick Caruso's supporters. They're going to try to force us into concentration camps or make us sign up for programs or make us sign up for their housing where they can search our closets or where we have to be in group house, shared housing. Fuck this shit. No. I have a right to be here, and if you're not going to let me have a right to be here, then your supporters need to be in constant fear that they're going to get hurt in a real brutal, agonizing way unless they give up this idea of cleaning up L.A. So, either way, fuck it. I just had to say that. But anyway, uh, so what happened after you watched the... uh, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi show. Uh, you know, like it was, uh, it was just interesting how that show ended. Like the Reva chick ended up not killing Luke and brought him back to his parents. Oh, damn it! Would have been more fun if, if you know, like if Luke's parents got a call. Uh, is your son Luke Skywalker? Um, I'm sorry, but he, there were little bits of Luke, Luke Skywalker over in the hedges and a few more bits of Luke Skywalker over, you know, the little bits of the left side of that. And we couldn't put it back together again. He's a, a bloody mess, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a little bit in the sand. There was a little bit on the rocks. It was just a complete, it was a complete mess. Yeah. You should have seen the pieces of Luke Skywalker everywhere. It was horrible. Damn, I took pictures anyway. It was funny. We were busting up laughing. Talk about busting a gut. Oh, yeah. But uh, after that, I watched a little bit of the new Doctor Strange movie. Cool. Which is pretty interesting because it's like dealing with the multiverse. So like there's one version of Doctor Strange with this chick. I haven't finished watching the movie, so I don't know who she is. But he's trying to get her to some magic book. And then he can't get her to it, so he tries to kill her and absorb her powers. So it's like some kind of weird, like, you know, your sacrifices... It's meaningless in the in the face of the multiverse. <laughs> you know, that's basically what he told her. Well, right on. I mean, I was just thinking, okay, Dr. Strange, I remember in a song that Country Joe and the Fish did in the 70s, or in the 60s, uh, 1967, they had a line about uh, getting Dr. Strange to go after, uh, to go after uh, Lyndon Bain Johnson. <laughs> or to go after Lyndon Johnson. So I wonder... Uh, if there could be a version, a version of Doctor Strange to go after Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, this uh, this movie—it's a possibility. Right up. Yeah, like, Doctor Strange, like you know, he's like a sorcerer supreme. So like his movies are really trippy looking. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, mean, I guess that's why the dude from uh, Country Joe and the Fish saw him as as the ultimate trip, uh, you know, person on your trip to, uh, fight in the political scene. 
to do reality fighting from the trip world would be a Doctor Strange type character. Yeah, that's what like one of the characters in the movie was like bitching at him about. Uh, my brother died when you caused that shit to happen where a big chunk of the Earth's population died. He's like, eh, I had to do what I had to do. <laughs> It's karma. It's just karma. <laughs> Which he wasn't so self-righteous because he ended up dying because of that, but then being brought back later. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, but then there's just some fucking... You know, moralistic asshole that's just like, oh, you know, my family didn't have a good ending because of you. Mm-hmm. But that's as far as I got in the movie yeah, right so now. far. Cool. Sounds cool. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be able to get into it if I was actually watching it, but we'll see, see if I could get into it. So I remember like half of the stuff that uh, when I lived in the house with Bryce, like some of his movies I could get into and some of them were like too much special effects for me to get into, so it's just yeah. Doctor Strange. Sure watch a new show, whether I'd like it or not. When it, I'd have to like listen to the first maybe half an hour of the show to decide can I can I get into this or am I going to get bored shitless and just like tune out and want to do something else? Yeah, Doctor Strange is extremely visual. Like I'd say, forty percent of the movie is visual. Okay, so I'd probably not be getting into it so much. Probably not. Okay. I'd be probably having to tune out and listen to music or something. Yeah, but if you were on acid watching that movie, it'd be pretty insane. Yeah, probably. That probably would be a good movie to, to, I don't know, to watch on acid. I don't know. I'd have to, I'd have to see. I'd have to, like, I don't know. I'd have to see where my brain would be at that point. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, after that, uh, went took a nap for an hour. Got up, went to class, ran into Nate at the bus hub. Mm-hmm. You know, he keeps saying, "Oh, I'm pay you that twenty bucks, all you promise." <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Okay, man. You know, I've had people like that. It's like, I know I'm never going to get my money back, but well, then there's, you know, the person I'm never going to pay back after it's deprived me of the last year of Angela's life. I, I mean, I still want to go and kill her fucking grandkids because they deprived me of the last year of her life. You know, it's like, you deprived me of the last year of the woman I love's life. I should be able to deprive you of the rest of the years of seeing your, your kids, you know? Then, uh, went to class, uh, and the teacher finally said he's releasing the money, so that's good. Mm-hmm. So it could be a few days before it comes, like they're either gonna direct deposit it or mail it. Okay. So then I went to a meeting after that. 
And then went to Arby's, and that was my day. Right up. See, my day, I didn't go to too many places. I just, uh, mostly just munched out at In-N-Out. I mean, I wasn't like, like there was somebody that could have helped me get something at the donut shop, and I'm just like, no, fuck it. All I really want is to get something for cotton mouth. I mean, it was more interested in getting something for cotton mouth than eating. Like, either way, I could have gotten a Coke, but I think the Cokes are cheaper here than there. So I decided to get a Coke here and or whatever I got. My whole thing was just trying to cure the cotton mouth, and that was my main. But then they had the air conditioning going, so the more I'm curing my cotton mouth, the colder I'm getting. So I had to put on a jacket, and then I come out of here, and it's like I come back into the sun. I'm like, okay, now I'm okay. But, man, when I was in that restaurant, I just kept freezing and shaking because of that air conditioning. <laughs> But I needed the drinks to cure the cotton mouth. That was like, damn. So that helps. Yeah, cotton mouth is a bitch. Especially because I think it was like over a hundred today or something. I mean, it was. But this is the kind of weather I like because then it means like more of the time. Like it's seven at night and it's I'm loving this, man. He's like, I don't have to. I'm not wearing any long sleeves, and it's just fucking good, you know? I, I love this kind of weather at night. And I can handle this. And then, uh, welcome back to the Kyle Chaos and the Aaron Order Show. I'm your host, Aaron Order. And I'm Kyle Chaos. Okay, so we're, what were we doing? Uh, yeah, where are we now? I'm trying to think um, what, uh... An hour of InfoWars. Okay, so we're in InfoWars, okay. Okay, so what's the first article in InfoWars today? A uh, national incident declared after traces of polio virus detected in London sewage. Oh, God. Oh boy, okay. So what what are they doing? I mean it probably just means there's just gonna be a bunch of that happening for I don't know, it could be around the world for the next I don't know, twenty, forty, sixty years or so. What do you mean? Well, it's like the last time that it happened, how many years were people like going through a bunch of shit uh, before it mellowed itself out? Like, I know it was peaking when my parents were, you know, because my dad was one of the people that got that in the 40s. And that was like in the 40s was when it was peaking 1930s, 1940s, 1920s. I don't know, like the cycle of that was peaking around that time period. So I'm not sure how long the cycle went on because these things usually come in a cycle. Mm. Let me see, because I was looking at the uh, message I sent my sister. Let me see if I can find the article. Okay, what are you trying to find? The polio outbreak. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
Uh, well, I might have to look this up online. Okay, wasn't this on Infowars? Yeah, like I had, but it was a Twitter thing I sent to my sister. Like I saw it on Infowars earlier, but I can't find the article. Okay, well, maybe they had to retrace the thing. Maybe it's not as real of a story. Because if it was something that heavy, they would have kept it on for more cycles. So it might not be real even. You know, because Infowars sometimes, like, gets on a story, and then a certain amount of hours after they get on it, it turns out it isn't real. So. I found it on USA Today. Okay. Okay, so what's USA Today say? British health officials are urging the public to ensure polio vaccines are up to date after the virus was discovered during routine London sewage testing. Okay. What else is in the article? This is the first outbreak in 40 years. Okay, 40 years, so that's, okay, today, this year, it's 2000. 22, so 22, uh, 12 to 92, so in 1982, something like this happened and it wasn't that heavy. Yeah. Okay. So this doesn't necessarily mean anything then. Yeah, no, because they're saying nobody has it, but they detected it in the sewer. Okay, so are they doing anything about the sewers then? Uh, no, they're just basically saying get vaccinated. Okay, so this is really just a fear campaign by some... So, so this is really just a, a fear campaign by the unelected health officials. Yeah. Okay, so it's more just a fear, trying to get everybody's fears pushed, like with the monkeypox thing. It's like they're trying to do everything to push fear right now. So I don't know. Like they're, I think they're waiting for something heavy to happen in November so they can do what they're talking about doing in Germany. In uh, around the holiday season, let me see if the rain's mellowed out. Okay, let me. Okay, can, can you hold for a minute? Yeah. Can I try?
came back. Yeah, the rain stopped. So hopefully we won't can do more of this show without the rain starting again. You still there? Yeah. Okay, did you pause it or something? Or Huh? I said, did you pause it while I was trying to wander? No. Okay, so we got a lot of dead air. I'm sorry for putting you guys through that much dead air. Unfortunately, this isn't the most professional podcast. So. Okay. Anyway, what's the... Uh... Okay, what's the next, what's the first article in InfoWorld? Uh, oh, yeah, my sister sent me an article about how Biden is not giving schools uh, government lunches if they're not letting trans feed, well, trans dudes compete. Okay, Biden, you're really ridiculous. What is so important about... I don't get it. Like, what is so important about dudes being chick athletes? Like, I don't get why is that so important? I mean, if it means that somebody's going to have unfair competition, why is that so important to Biden? It just... I don't get why that's such a heavy priority. somebody but isn't it discriminate against is it discriminating against the other athletes if one person gets to contribute in in in, in uh if one if one person gets to to uh get an unfavor advantage i mean if if you can do that i don't know it's like trying to get somebody to compete like somebody who can compete against a bunch of retarded people so that you can win in the olympics i kind of i don't know that just some things just don't make much sense so I don't know that that just doesn't make sense but okay wacky wacky yeah it's like you little kids are gonna starve (laughs) well I mean I'm pretty sure everybody's gonna go okay we'll let this gay dude win win or this dude that wants to be a woman win in the women's uh, athletes a competition just so we can have school lunch. I'm pretty sure that's what everybody's going to do. You're not going to like sacrifice your school lunch program to like make sure that the person that deserves to win in the in the sports competition gets to win in the sports competition. So okay, they're just going to bend over and do that because Biden's just being kind of ridiculous. But okay, Biden has to be that ridiculous, so they're going to do it. So okay, Biden, we just think you're wacky, but okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's the wacky tobacco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, my sister also sent me a little clip of Biden sniffing a baby's hair, so that was weird. Oh, 
Okay, well, you know, what the hell? Let Biden, uh, you know, if, if 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 he likes that, uh, if he likes that little, you know, if if Joe Biden likes that tight little uh, five month old pussy, you know, then he can get that tight little five month old pussy. I guess I don't know. <laughs> In order does not support pedophilia. Okay. Kyle Chaos supports pedophilia because uh, I I see that if they can go for can if they can do whatever they want and not be shamed, then I then I won't be able to be shamed for not wearing a mask and not social distancing or not uh, uh, wanting to take the shot. So in, in the name of stopping everybody from being publicly shamed then I'm going to support pedophilia. That reminds me of that uh, African child soldier movie. And they're like, shame him. Shame. <laughs> yeah, but that's what it's about. Like, everybody's trying to shame everybody. I mean, I was just thinking of, like, somebody that I'll never be able to fucking talk to on a personal level because they're going to try to fucking shame me every time and it's like fuck it I guess there's certain people that I'm just never going to be able to hang out with anymore on a personal level Man, I'm just tired of getting shit ripped off. That's my truth. 
I'm just really tired of getting ripped off. Okay, anyway, I'm back. You there? Yeah. Yeah, I guess somebody like stole something at the uh, at a CVS drugstore, and the dudes and they ran a whole block, and the security guards ran a whole block and a half to get their stuff back, and they got their stuff back. And he thinks it's crazy. Smash and grab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is. And the dude came on foot, I guess, all the way. They ran on foot to get the stuff back. Getting on foot, not in the car. Well, right on. Right on. But okay, uh... Okay, are we still on this article? No. Okay, so what are we, what are we doing now? What, what was the last headline? Just so I'm trying to... My brain went to too many places. <laughs> Biden sniffing babies. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Now I remember. Okay. So we were, we were just talking about, uh... My, uh... My being on wanting, wanting evil to triumph over good in that way. And, you know, here's another dude with another version of evil triumphing over good. And it's that whole... I mean, this is where it's all about. It's like, the, on the one hand, like, that's what cops are there for, is to keep people from stealing from people. You know, that's like the one thing that, that's why there are cops, right? But on the other hand, we don't want it to turn into them uh, stopping prison reform and stopping, and, 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 you know, like, not doing anything about, like, the George Floyd killing or anything like that uh, because of smash and grab robberies. So it's kind of like, it's a, it's a balance between, on the one hand, that's what cops are there for, is to stop people from stealing shit. And on the other hand, we can't let that be a reason to not have prison reform and to make it so more people get killed like George Floyd, you know? So that's, that's like where the balance is, I guess. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, let's go to the next article. Publix pharmacies refuse to offer COVID vaccines to children under five. Okay, which pharmacies are this? Publix. Okay, where are they in? Uh, Florida. Okay, well, okay, that's Florida. It's okay, Florida's at least trying not to... uh, Trying to, to, at least, you know, their people, certain Republicans have gone, have gotten in touch with the real issue, because this is a real issue, of, you know, trying to stop uh, this uh, cycle of, uh, of uh, biological warfare against kids. So I'd say right on to the, the uh, drugstore in Florida. At least you're trying to stop this biological warfare being, from being done on kids. So I don't know, should we go more into this, or is this self-explanatory? Uh, self-explanatory. Okay, so let's go to the next article. Yeah. Okay. And then Pink Surrection. Pro-abortion activists flood Wisconsin capital. 
threatened to shut it down. Okay, right on. Fight for Roe versus Wade, right on. Let me murder my children, damn you. <laughs> well, hell yeah. I, mean, I think we should be able to kill live, live babies, you know? No, I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, I'm an anti-life person. What the fuck? <laughs> The two-tiered American political system continues to be exposed. Democrat hypocrisy on full display. Okay, I don't think this is so much hypocrisy. Why do they think it's hypocrisy? Because they, the Democrats, go into state capitals and they shut shit down, but when the Republicans do it at the Capitol, then it's such a big deal. Okay, well, I, I seriously think the Democrats are going to go after these people, too. Or if not the Democrats, then, then the Republicans will go after these people in some kind of thing. But the mainstream Republicans and the Democrats are going to go after these people. They didn't go after the people who did it in Portland or other places. Okay, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh... I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure what's going to happen this time because after after January 6th, they they might be more heavy-handed because of what happened in January 6th. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. If they don't, I'll be still happy about it. I mean, I don't think they should have gone after the Republicans when they did it, but I don't think they should go after the anti-abortion people or the Black Lives Matter people if they do it either. This is where I want it to be even. I don't want people to get fucked with. No matter anybody who wants to fight a revolution, whether whether it's the Republicans on January sixth, or whether it's the Black Lives Matter people, or whether it's the anti-abortion or the, the the pro the pro-abortion people, I don't want anybody to be punished for trying to fight against the government when they're when they want to to change the laws. Whether it's done by Republicans or whether it's done by Democrats or, or people, you know, whether it's something the Republicans are, are for or whether it's something the Democrats are for, I don't want either side to be stopped from fighting a revolution. Yeah, but one side is allowed to fight a revolution and the other one isn't. Yeah, no, but that's the problem. Both sides should be able to fight the revolution. I'm really, I really don't think the Republicans that fought in January 6th should have been fucked with as much as they were. And, you know, in the same way that I don't think the Black Lives Matter people should get fucked with, and in the same way that I don't think the, the uh, pro-abortion people should get fucked with. Anyway, so, uh... Yeah, what else in the article? Uh, yeah, like uh, April 22nd, 2021. Black Lives Matter protesters storm Oklahoma Capitol over GOP bills. Okay. Okay, well, I don't think they 
should have been fucked with, and I'm glad they weren't fucked with. I don't think it was cool that the Republicans on January 6th were fucked with. December 21st, 2020, armed protesters storm Oregon Capitol, hit police with chemicals. Right on. I'm glad that in Oregon they didn't get fucked with for trying to fight the, uh, the cops. You know, I'm glad the Black Lives Matter people didn't get fucked with. But I don't, I still don't want these, the people, I don't think it was cool that the people on January 6th got fucked with as much as they did. Yeah, so it's just, it's a two-tiered system, you know, it's just, uh... Okay, but it, it shouldn't be, I mean, I mean, that's the sad thing, I really think it's fucked up what the Democrats did to the people that, that fought in January 6th, as much as a lot of people that I know would be pissed off at me for saying it, but damn it, uh, I think either side, when they think something's fucked up, shouldn't be fucked with by the cops for wanting them to, to... Fight a war to change the laws, whichever side it is. And, and I don't think those dudes on January 6th should have been fucked with. Especially not as much as they were. Because the people that are really being fucked with are these libertarians and patriot people and, and militia people and the, the oath keepers and the, the, I don't know, you know, that, that group of people is... They're being targeted, and I think it's fucked up that they're being targeted. Yeah, but uh, that's the basic gist of it. Okay, are they saying anything else about what happened recently? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, what are they saying about what happened recently? Planned Parenthood advocates unsuccessfully threatened to shut down a special session in the Wisconsin State Capitol on Wednesday if they didn't get their way regarding abortion laws. Okay. Whose court? Our court. If we don't get it, shut it down shouted hundreds of citizens wearing pink shirts and holding pink signs in the rotunda of the Wisconsin Capitol. Right on. Welcome back to the Kyle Chaos and Aaron Order Show. I'm your host, Aaron Order. And I'm Kyle Chaos. And uh, right now we're in the middle of a story about uh, pro-abortion demonstrators storming the uh, Capitol building in Wisconsin, or an attempt at it at least. Uh, so where did we leave off in the article? Uh, give me a second. You are a bitch and you're not a fucking survivor. <laughs> the state's Democratic Governor Tony Evers called the session in an attempt to repeal the state's 173 year old criminal abortion ban in anticipation of the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade. Okay. However, state Republicans promptly rejected his proposal, and abortion will be illegal in Wisconsin if SCOTUS makes the expected decision. Okay, so, okay, um, what else in the article? 
Governor Evers claimed the state's GOP defied the people of Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. The left-wing demonstrators were called out online for occupying the state's Capitol building as Democrat politicians and legacy media are in the middle of a demonization campaign against every person involved in January 6th. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin Democrat Senate candidate Mandela Barnes was photographed posing with demonstrators. Should he be charged with unlawful entry or insurrection? I hope he isn't, but I could see the Republicans trying to do that. And if, if the Republicans do that, then they're doing the same bullshit that the Democrats have done. And the Republicans should be trying not to play the same game that the Democrats have played. But if they're going to play, I, I, since politics seems to work that way, and it's fucked up that politics works that way, I wouldn't be surprised if the, if the Republicans try to play that game. But I really think the Republicans shouldn't play that game if you don't want to be accused of doing the same shit the Democrats are doing. So the Republicans should turn the other cheek. Um, I'm trying to think of how to look at it. It's, um, I'm trying to think how to look at it. It's like, I don't look at it as a turning the other cheek. I look at it as a trying not to do the same shit that you're accusing the Democrats of doing. So, cause like, if you accuse the Democrats of this shit, then the Democrats can accuse you of this shit. And then it just makes you look as fucked up as the Democrats. I think the Republicans should try to, to make them to, to, to be the ones going, we're not as fucked up as the Democrats. Like, I think that's the way they should be trying to, to look at it. Because I think that would help them if they want to try and win the Senate. Not that I care if they win the Senate, because I think their candidates suck. But if they really want, if they really want people to be on their side then they shouldn't be doing the same shit that the Democrats are doing. I say sink to their level. One size fits all. See, I don't know. See, like, I was... Most of my political awareness was in the 80s and the 90s and the early 2000s. And in the 80s and the 90s and the early 2000s, especially up through 2001, even up through 2006, really, the Republicans were the ones sinking to that level, and I wanted the Democrats to fight as dirty as the Republicans. So it's like, finally, in a way, the Democrats are fighting as dirty as the Republicans, and it's kind of a welcome relief, but just now the Democrats have outdone the Republicans so much at fighting dirty that they're becoming more of the villain party than the Republicans, you know, especially over the past five years or so, five, six years, like over the past six years, the Democrats have outdone the Republicans in dirty politics so much that, like, they're becoming as fucked up as the way I used to see the Republicans. And so it's kind of, at this point, I want the Republicans to, to be the cooler party that they've been over the past six years and not be as lame as they were in the 80s and 90s and early 2000s. I mean, the Supreme Court has been as lame as they were in the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s in most things, but I'd like to see the, 
the uh, Republicans decide not to be as lame as they used to be and, and to be the more mellower party. Because now the Democrats have taken over and become as, like, as fucked up as what the Republicans used to be. That's the end of the article. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think. Do I have anything more to say or have I said everything? Um, I guess that's, yeah, I guess I've said everything. Yeah, let's go to the next article. White liberal lady tells fellow whites they can't tan unless they support Black Lives Matter. They can't do what? Tan. What does that mean? You know, like get a tan. Oh, in a tanning salon. Yeah. Okay, right on. That's their right to do as a business. I don't have a bad trip with that. Right on. It's not a business, it's just some chick. Okay. Well, then she doesn't, like, what can she do to stop them? If she's just some chick and she's not running a tanning salon, then she can't do anything. So why are you giving her so much press? That's just one person. Yeah, it was just a race-based rant on TikTok. Okay, I mean, I'm trying to figure out what this is about, because I'm confused. Like, what? I, I, I don't get, one, I don't get why she is saying this shit, and I don't get why the Republicans care so much about her saying this shit. If you're a white person, you can't wait to get super tan. And you can't say black lives matter and you're not an ally and you can't stand up for black, brown, indigenous people of color, friends and family. Then do everyone a favor and tanning is not for you. So thank you. Okay. You know, I, I think her opinion is valid. Um, you know, it's like, I'm not trying to do anything. I'm just out in the sun. I'm, I'm really trying to self-destruct. So I've been, like, staying out in the sun and trying to get as sunburn as possible, hoping I die of sunstroke. Because life is just that fucked up, and I have nothing to live for. So I'm trying to just, you know, die of skin cancer or whatever, or sunstroke as fast as I can, so that I can, don't have to keep living this fucking nightmare. So... All right, ready to go to the next article? Yeah, let's go to the next article. But okay, I think she has a valid point. She's just being goofy. I don't know. I don't think that's goofy. I think it's a good, valid point. It's like, oh my god, you getting melanin in your skin. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I don't understand... I don't understand, I mean, I, I half understand, just from getting ripped off so much, I understand, like, the way, you know, like, when I'm getting ripped off, 
Like when that dude stole my cell phone charger, I did not, you know, like I, I wanted fucked up shit to happen. And so I think like, I'm thinking maybe that's where these dudes that aren't supporting Black Lives Matter's heads are at is that they've been probably ripped off and they're going so, they're just thinking all the fucked up shit. But it's like, it's still that kind of thinking of it, that they don't want to support Black Lives Matter to me is just like doing what the people that would want to lock us in jail would want, you know, they want us to like act that way. They want us to be like that dude this morning and say all the shit that he was saying today, like that he was saying last night, you know, like I'm hearing this dude all, all day, like saying the shit that's going on in my head when I'm getting ripped off. But it's like, if I say that kind of shit, that's just caving into the people that want me to be locked up. And they want him to be locked up. And it's like, as long as you keep saying that shit, you're just setting yourself up to be locked up. And I'm setting myself up to be locked up. So it's like, if we don't want to give into the shit that's setting us all, all of us white dudes to be locked up, then we should be supporting Black Lives Matter. So you're not allowed to get a suntan unless you support Black Lives Matter? I'm just like... I can see why she's saying that. It, I think it's a, a valid point. That's too woke for me. Okay. Maybe you're right, but I, I kind of see where her head's at on this. And then uh, the next article is Clown World Police. Okay, uh, yeah, let's go into this. The Daily Mail reports police have failed to solve a single burglary in nearly half of the country's neighbourhoods over the past three years. Oh, wow, who could have seen this coming? Of more than 32,000 communities analysed, 16,000, equivalent to 46%, had all their burglary cases in a three-year period closed with no suspect charged by police. Almost 2,000 of the neighbourhoods, each containing around 3,000 residents, recorded at least 25 burglaries, but none were solved. Despite the impact on victims, it was revealed that some forces no longer dispatch an officer to the scene of a burglary because it's not considered a policing priority. What is considered a policing priority these days? Arresting over 3,000 people a year for offensive online comments. That's more of a priority. Arresting and convicting a man for posting offensive George Floyd memes in a private chat group than sending him to prison for 20 weeks. That's more of a priority. Investigating and interrogating a Humberside man because he liked a tweet deemed to be transphobic. Didn't even tweet it, merely liked the tweet. That's more of a priority. Charging a 50-year-old mother in Scotland with a transphobic hate crime for retweeting an image of a suffragette ribbon. That's more of a priority. Arresting a 38-year-old woman in front of her own children and locking her up for seven hours because she referred to a transgender woman as a man. That's more of a priority. Creating ad campaigns for International Pronouns Day. Warning people that misgendering others is a form of abuse. That's more of a priority. Creating public awareness campaigns where cops stand outside supermarkets with giant billboards that ominously warn being offensive is an offence. That's more of a priority. Maybe in future homeowners should just tell the police that during the burglary the robber made a racist comment. Maybe then they'll actually respond, criminal burgles house. <laughs> 
person is offensive on social media. on this one. I didn't agree on the stuff he said yesterday, but on this one I agree with him, because that's what cops are for, to stop people from stealing, and this whole and, and this whole thing and this whole thing that uh, people shouldn't be able to say offensive comments really shouldn't be a police uh, priority. You shouldn't be busting people because Oh, they said something on the internet. I mean, I, I think busting people for stealing should be more important of a priority than what you say on the internet. I agree with Paul Joseph Watson on that, definitely. So, okay, should we go to the next article? Yeah. Okay. I mean, if that's the way... If England is letting people steal and not busting them. That, that's like what cops were made for, to stop people from stealing. You know, it's like, but if, if, if England sees it more of an important priority to fuck with people because they said something offensive on the internet, that's really fucked up priorities on the side of the cops. And then the next story is calm down and back off. MSNBC guest orders Americans to stop complaining about high gas prices. Overall, many Americans are not suffering as much as they think they are. Okay. That might be reality. So let's, uh, or maybe not, but let's see, uh, let's, I, I haven't decided yet what I think of whatever the people on MSNBC said. Comes as Joe Biden calls for a suspension of gas tax, which is only 18 cents. Okay. Well, if he's, if he's suspending that tax, that's a good thing. I think, uh, you know, if the prices have gone up that much, that, that might be a good thing that Biden's doing. I don't know. I'm still trying to decide how I feel about this story. What else A guest on MSNBC has a winning message for Americans worried about rising gas prices and the prospect of a looming recession. Be glad you still have a job and shut up. 
okay. Um, I'm not exactly sure if I believe them when they say that or why they're saying it like that. I don't know. That's kind of, I don't know. I'm not sure what to think. That might be a pretty fucked up thing to say to people. Oh, it is. Yeah, I'm starting to think that's a pretty fucked up thing for the MSNBC person to be saying to people. Uh, what, what else is in the article? Leave it to a black bitch to sound so insensitive. <laughs> okay, but isn't that the group of people that winds up not, you know, like, aren't they the ones that are being, or not the ones, but aren't they a group of people that's in general being discriminated and being able to get a job? So, like, why, if you're from a, a group that gets discriminated against uh, for even being able to get a job, then why do you want to tell other people, you should be glad you got a job? Unless she's, like, looking at it as, oh, here are these, these dudes that got money, and they got the job that's, that's like, hard for me to, was hard for me to be able to get in the first place. Why are you complaining so much when it was just so hard for me to get a job in the first place? Because of discrimination. Maybe that's where her head's at. Nah. I'm just gonna say this. And if I get dinged for it, I don't care. Washington Post columnist Michelle Singletary began. Chris Jancy reports Wednesday. There is a great deal of Americans where it is uncomfortable that they're spending more, but they are not going to go under. Okay, but maybe she's looking at, like, a huge amount of black people are going under in this, in this, uh, all these situations, and maybe that's why she's saying this shit. You've got to stop complaining when there are so many people who literally think inflation rate means they may only have two meals instead of three, Singletary said. Okay, and again, maybe there's a lot of people that she knows that can't have three meals. So maybe that's why she's saying this shit. You're saying a lot of maybes. (laughs) Well, no, I'm just trying to figure out. I mean, I'm just... Maybe, I'm not sure. It's like, where is her head at? I'm, I'm like wondering, does she know a lot of people from her circle, you know, like maybe people that haven't been able to get a good job working at a fucking news station? Like maybe most of her friends, I mean, I'm trying to think, you know, I'm trying to think what's going on in her head. There's a good chance that most of her friends are people that don't have as good of circumstances as she has. You know, so maybe she's like sees herself helping a lot of people that are in way worse circumstances than she's in, but then she sees a lot of people where she works that are freaking out and they're not in as bad of circumstances as most of the friends she has uh, are in. You know, so maybe she's, and I I know I'm saying maybe a lot because I'm trying to figure out where her head's at, but there's a good chance that she's the people she works with are not in as are that the people that she works with are in better circumstances than most of the people she hangs around with when she's not at work. And she sees them as complaining too much about something heavy when 
most of her friends are in way worse situations than they're in. There are Americans who do extremely well in the last two years in the market. You still have your job, and yeah, it's costing you more in gas. But guess what? You're going to take that holiday, that 4th of July vacation. You can still eat out, Singletary argued. Okay, but that's it. Maybe most of her friends can't take a 4th of July vacation. Most of her friends can't eat out. Because they're not in as good of a money situation as she's in now that she's working at, and as the people that work at MSNBC are in. So, this is probably what's going on in her mind, I think. (laughs) (laughs) So you're defending her for what you think she's saying. Well, I don't know. It's like, okay, like, most of the people that you know, like... Where you're at in Ohio. Yeah. It's like, do most of the people that you know, are they having a hard time being able to take a vacation? Are they not being able to eat out like they used to be able to eat? You know, like, are they like really in bad financial situation or in a bad financial situation? I can't say anybody's starving over the gas prices. But everybody's having to pay. Like, everybody's having to pay, like, you know, like, basically double what they usually would have to pay for shit. Okay. But this shit, before all this shit happened, were they still having a hard time being able to take a vacation or being able to eat out? The people that I know going on vacation, it don't affect them. Okay, but did did most of the people, you know, were they able to go on a vacation before this shit went down? Not most. Okay, so that's what I think she's talking about. Is in the poor, you know, in those of us that are poor are not able to to go on a full-on vacation. Like, I went to Washington on the bus and back. You know, once to see the woman I was with in, in the uh, hospital before she died and they get together with her. And those are the only times I went out anywhere, like, since 2003. Like, 2003 was the last time I went on a full-on vacation and that I could afford to go on a full-on vacation. And that was, like, when I was still working at the hemp office and when I still had money saved up, I could go to, to Humboldt County and I could go to... Sacramento and San Francisco and have a good time partying and since then I haven't really been able to do that that much and most most of us haven't been able to like we've been in bad economic straits and not even that bad like even from 2005 to 2000 really 16 it wasn't that bad but it was still not good enough for me to be able to go on a full on vacation and Especially since 2018, times have been that hard that I think it justifies no how how many people are addicted to fentanyl and uh, uh, the whole fentanyl epidemic and the suicide epidemic is because times have been so hard on us since 2018. 
in early 2017. Really, for the past, since 2013, it's been bad, but it's been worse and worse since 2018. And uh, so I think that's what really is going on in her head. That things, these are really bad economic times for most poor people. And the people that have money are complaining now that things are starting to get bad on them because pretty much we're in a situation where the whole world is turning in where we're going to be our country is probably going to turn in to it like the way we what we used to call the developing countries because the people in power are trying to squeeze us this much and like poor people in this country have been squeezed real heavy for the past four years at least five years six years and uh now the middle class are finally starting to get squeezed. And now that they're finally starting to get squeezed, they're complaining a little bit. And they're not even in as bad of a shape as most of most of those of us that don't have any money. So if middle class people are complaining, how much do you think poor people are complaining? I think we complain heavy. I think we have a good reason to complain. But I think that's why she's so mad at seeing these people that have a good amount of money complaining. It's not just people with money complaining about inflation. Yeah, but I think that's who she's targeting with what she's saying. Because I think she's dealing with the people that she's working with at MSNBC that are all these people that have money that are complaining. So you're defending her because she's a bubble girl. Because she's a what? Bubble girl. Okay, what's a bubble girl? You know, like a bubble boy where they're sealed off from the outside world because of germs. Okay, but I don't think she's sealed off from the outside world. I think, like, she's the one who's not sealed off from the outside world, but most of the people she works with are sealed off from the outside world. Ready to go to the next article? Yeah, let's go to the next article. Okay, so are we going to the next article, or where's our head at? Yeah. Okay. So there's a lot of dead air here. Illegal migration surging in Balkans. Okay, who cares? That just... That sounds like a why you should hate Middle Eastern people article, and I don't really want to go into that. And then where's your head on it? Don't particularly care. Yeah, let's go to the next article. It's like, on open borders, don't complain about the results. Okay, well, that's a, I, I want open borders, and I'm not I'm not one of the racists that's complaining. But unfortunately, InfoWars has a lot of racists that are always complaining about that. So that's why I don't believe their articles when they talk about this shit. 
this is where I think InfoWars is kind of bullshit. <laughs> My nanny state comes for the smokers. Yeah, no, this is fucked up. And I really don't like what's happening with the prohibition on, on smoking cigarettes. This is... I remember that's something I called Karen Bass about and wanted her not to go along with it, and she went along with it anyway, so I know she doesn't give a shit what I say to her or what happens, and you're just getting things ready for a prohibition where the gangsters are going to be able to smuggle cigarettes from the red states to these states and uh, and uh, or from Mexico. You know, when, when they make menthol cigarettes illegal and make this kind of tobacco product illegal, it's another cheesy prohibition like the war against drugs and like every lame prohibition that the Republicans have made. Now the Democrats are like so heavy on this prohibition against smoking. And I, I just think that these sin taxes and prohibitions on smoking and prohibition making menthol cigarettes illegal is is just a bunch of democrats that have nothing better to do but fuck with everybody and make some new prohibition and it's just fucked up food and drug administration preparing to order jewel labs inc to take its e-cigarettes off the u.s market yeah no this is fucked up i mean especially because the e-cigarettes were supposed to be better than fucking tobacco weren't they aren't they supposed to be more healthy than tobacco wasn't that why they were invented in the first place yeah it's less shit you're inhaling yeah so i mean isn't that a good thing so why are you trying to make it so more people die faster if they smoke tobacco rather than smoking an e-cigarette that's just really a stupid way of looking at things true One day after the Biden administration said it would develop a rule requiring tobacco companies to reduce nicotine levels in cigarettes, a new report via WSJ said the Food and Drug Administration is preparing to order Juul Labs, Inc. to take its e-cigarettes off the U.S. market. Okay, so you want to make it so that Cigarettes have less nicotine, so people have to smoke more cigarettes to be able to to, to uh, uh, get their, their fix so that they spend more money to force people to, to do whatever you want them to do. This is a lame prohibition, just like the war on drugs, just like the alcohol prohibition in the, in the 1920s and 30s. It's another lame prohibition. Why can't you get off the idea? And all these prohibitions usually punish people that are black and Latino, why can't you get off of this idea of prohibition? I mean, the Democrats are really lame for wanting to put more and more prohibitions on everything. The Wall Street Journal cites people familiar with the matter who said the FDA... decision could come as soon as today. The marketing denial order would follow a nearly two-year review of data presented by the vaping company, 
which sought authorization for its tobacco and menthol-flavored products to stay on the U.S. market. Juul has spent the last several years attempting to regain the trust of the FDA and the public. The company limited marketing and stopped selling fruity flavors in 2019. Since then, sales have tumbled. Yeah, but this is like a, a political party that has decided to take a, a company down and fuck up their ability to, to, to do what they do. And I just think it's an unfair prohibition that the Democrats have been pushing. And I was against every tobacco tax. I was against every sin tax on tobacco. I'm And on this type of thing, I'm against the uh, Democrats when they push this shit. This is... Uh, my whole political time, I've been, you know, I've been an activist. I've been against every prohibition the Democrats have done on tobacco, like since back when I was back in the 80s. And they keep doing it and they keep doing it. And it's a really lame thing that the Democrats have been doing. This unfortunately, you know, my vote doesn't seem to matter because a lot of people, well, sometimes it matters. Sometimes the public has gone against uh, when the Democrats tried to do this shit. But uh, right now in the Biden administration, I don't feel like my vote matters for shit, but my vote usually doesn't. So I don't know. This falls on the heels of the FDA's proposal to ban menthol cigarettes. Yeah, no, this is lame. It's another lame prohibition that the Democrats are doing, and it's lame. And which are the cigarettes of choice for blacks and flavored cigars? I have no idea who smokes those cigars. I do, okay. motherfucker. That's what I mean. To me, this is something that's aimed at messing with black people, telling them, oh, you can't do this. And it, it's just another lame prohibition, like the war against drugs. You know, it's, it's aimed at, at, at uh, Latino people, it's aimed at poor people, just like the war against drugs, just like the, the alcohol prohibition in the 20s and 30s. I'm against all these prohibitions. I'm against health restrictions, I'm against tobacco restrictions, I'm against restrictions on junk food. I'm against all these lame-ass restrictions. And that's the end of the article. Okay, well, Democrats, Joe Biden, you're really lame for wanting to make menthol cigarettes illegal, for wanting to make e-cigarettes illegal for wanting to make uh, we're going to make you have less nicotine in your brands of cigarettes this is just another lame ass prohibition and you're doing the same bullshit that was done when they did when they did the prohibition against pot when they did the war on drugs and the and alcohol prohibition this is all the same bullshit Uh, anyway, let's go. Let's go to the next article. Uh, I think I'm gonna call today. I'm getting tired. Okay. So, uh, 
Can you? Okay, let me. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay, well, tune in next time when we hear more about how we're being screwed with and how we're trying to stop ourselves from being screwed with. Uh, I don't know, were there any articles on us not being screwed with today? Well, I mean, the people were uh, damn near rioting in Michigan or whatever. Yeah, okay, so we'll see. Yeah, okay, so at least people that, that wanted to, to keep Roe versus Wade law are trying to stop themselves from being screwed with. Uh, who knows if the Republicans are trying to are going to be as lame as the Democrats when uh, January 6th happened and try to punish them to the full extent of the law. I hope the Republicans don't become as lame as the Democrats. Uh, but uh, we'll see what happens. All right. Get out of here, you hippies. This hippies. Exiting the facility. All right. Peace. Out. Peace out.